Welcome in this week of Missouri Politics Midweek Update. How about that old Polk County Sheriff for you? Pulled a little surprise out of his hat, didn't he? Um, everybody that back in um, when Scott Fitzpatrick uh, announced for uh, he was going to run for auditor, I guess that would have been, uh, he rumored it, I, I, maybe the December of 20. Everyone that had Vivek Malik on your scorecards to be the replacement for him, come to the pay window. I mean, you are, uh, you have, you done, you have a vat of knowledge. You have a keg of knowledge. You don't have a stein of knowledge. You have an old Anheuser-Busch brewery of knowledge. Speaking of, my buddy Rich, um, I appreciate the gag. He knows I'm a capitalist. He knows I don't watch soccer. Um, he brought me this very nice mug. It commemorated the 1998 soccer game. Um, I guess it was in France. I guess France won the last one. I don't know. The one this week or something. But I'll tell you what, it does drink good. Rich, appreciate it. Uh, I will display this with a joking amount of pride in and amongst my capitalist um, speakeasy. Um, Vivek Malik, uh, what a story, first of all. First person of color. I guess that's how you're supposed to say that. Um, let, let me give you the resume. I'll give you the, how I think this happened and what it probably means. Um, he uh, is a guy that literally... <clears throat> so when you leave a uh, more socialistic country... It's not like when you left, when people left Ireland to come here, Germany back during the Great Migration before the Civil War, or England. It's not like you could pack up all your belongings. In these more socialistic countries, you can only take so much cash out of the country with you. No matter how much money you got in the bank, you can't take it out of the country. They'll frisk you or whatever. They ain't frisking you for bombs. They're frisking you for money. See if you're going to leave the country with your cash. Um, oh, by the way, appreciate the comment. This is my UFCW scarf. There is no better giveaway in politics of quality than the UFCW scarf. It is outstanding. Props to my man, Dave Cook, for giving this. I've had this for a long time. This is the most quality scarf on the market today. Um, uh, back to Vivek Malik. He left in here with 300 bucks, right? It's all you could do. Comes over. Um, he uh, wants a better life, right? And the old boy found it. He met a person, if you're from Southeast Missouri, you will know there's really about three people from Cape that the rest of us in SEMO don't hate because they're from Cape. Uh, the Castons, obviously, the Limbaugh's, Peter Kinder. John Voss is a sleeper. I, I don't know. John Voss may, the Hovis is, we don't consider them really from Cape. They're from Gordonville or Jackson. But the Hovis, this John Voss, keep an eye on this guy. I, I like this guy. Um, but he meets Mary Caston, and that is a name, if, you, if you've if you been around politics a long time ago, she was the lady from Cape. Uh, from uh, representative from Cape Girardeau City, her and uh, Dave Schwab were the were the Cape County legislators. She just was a was a wonderful lady. I don't know anybody that didn't like her. Um, she gave him some advice. He loved Cape. I don't understand loving Cape. I'm from Popper Bluff, but whatever. Uh, he he was spent some time in Cape Girardeau. Then he moved. Uh, then he moved up to St. Louis as the immigration attorney. He's on the. He, he went to Southeast Missouri State University, just like your boy here. I'm still going to say go Indians because I'm not woke. Uh, but, and he was an Indian, literally. I mean, he could, that, that, that could be like a double entendre. Um, uh, the guy has probably the most impressive story of, it's always funny. I, it's, it used to be Republicans like grab yourself up by your bootstraps, right? That was what I was brought up with, with John Ashcroft and Kid Bond and Matt Blunt essentially they were about giving people ladders and help up. But at the end of the day, picks up by bootstraps, right? 
uh, now it's it's not that at all. It's the government's going to screw your school up. So no matter how low of a tax levy you pay, your kids can go to a better school. Um, but when it was produced up by British Raps, uh, Vivek Malik was listening, and he did, and is very, very successful. Um, uh, his story is incredible. Uh, went, went on to grad school, got a degree in law, immigration attorney, helps other people come to America now legally. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I'll tell you, if I was born in India, you know where I'd be? I'd still be in India, probably with a less hoarse voice. But uh, but still, uh, the guy has a great, great story, very accomplished, very polite, very, very jovial, positive person. Now, how did he become state treasurer? Well, I'll tell you, uh, he had a couple folks really pushing for him. Um, and and he, he is known Parson, Governor Parson for a long time, I think, and as a friend. And he had a couple close friends of his pushing. Um, I've had everybody ask me, was this Steve Tilly? Nope. I... I don't, I'm sure Steve didn't care or anything, but you cannot attribute, um, uh, I consider Steve Tilly a friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. Uh, I have a high, high regard for him. Uh, I, a lot of his, not, not all of his friends, but many of his friends that from a long time ago, at least I know somewhat of, um, this was not something, there was no connection there. I think that this was a very accomplished man. He came in and, and simply won the governor's confidence over and, uh, and got the appointment. Uh, was it a surprise to everyone? Sure. I mean, I wasn't as surprised as of the last three or four weeks, but I mean, sure. When, when they finally got done with the attorney general pick, I would have not thought that's where this was going to go. Um, but the interview must have been, well, it was great from everybody that's that's recounted it. And the guy is a very accomplished dude. He just is. Uh, now, how does this shake out? Uh <clears throat> My gut tells me that um, um, let's just talk brass tax for a second. The guy's going to raise a lot of money. Uh, I do. I, I feel confident that he'll be able to raise some money, probably some good money. Um, he, he'll get a bit of a break because he just got announced today, and the quarter ends next week. But by and and and, and fundraising will stall a great deal um, in the first session of the of the cycle. Uh, corporations don't want to give you, people are busy, but, uh, he'll ha he doesn't have sessions. So he'll need to put up a big number on this April 15th quarter. And I suspect that he will. Um, but, but going forward, if you're Andrew Bailey, this is probably a good thing. And the reason is you have two folks out there considering a run. Will Sharp's already in Tony Luke Demeyer. I, I, I don't know this, but I have to think, you know, Tony being an attorney, having a lot of support from the cops that he's earned, by carrying their legislation, excuse me, Tony, um, Tony has a logical run for AG in him. Tim Garrison does too. Now, Tony Luchtemeyer could also run for Lieutenant Governor, Secretary of State, whatever. <clears throat> and, um, I'm sure like every politician, he has to evaluate those fields as they, as a changing dynamic. Um, if Holly Rader were appointed to this, Kalina Bruce, maybe even Carrie Allman, um, I think that race looks tougher. Vivek Malik because he is not um he's never ran before. Uh he is a St. Louis attorney. Um and be, to be candid with you, he's uh, not an old white guy. Uh he will have a more challenging race, it will look like. He'll look like he will look like as a way to phrase this is he will look like the guy that someone could take on. Um 
maybe a more, more appealing race to someone looking to run. So I think what that would do is take some of the folks that were interested in Secretary of State, Lieutenant Governor, they might now look at State Treasurer and run for that. I would almost assume he's going to have a primary of some sort. Um, and again, uh, Vivek Malik has two years to go make his case to the people and raise a lot of money. And let's be honest. Let's look at the let's look at the track record here. Governor Parson appoints Mike Keogh, eminently qualified, terrific pick, done a great job, overwhelmingly elected. Governor appoints Scott Fitzpatrick, good job, good track record, very justifiable pick, was House Budget Chair. He gets overwhelmingly reelected. Then he gets elected to a, what I think most would feel like is a more significant office. Eric Schmidt gets appointed, gets overwhelmingly reelected, then gets elected to the United States Senate. Oh, the old sheriff knows how to pick him. So um, let, we'll see how these two work. Now, honestly, are these two the um, – does Vivek Malik have a governmental resume that Scott Fitzpatrick did? No. A political resume? No. Uh, Andrew Bailey, the same. These these picks will have a harder time electorally. You've already seen Andrew Bailey have one challenger jump in the race. Um, however, I do think kind of track records matter, and Governor Parsons' appointments have been up – have stood for election five times since he's picked them, and they're 5-0. and 5-0 is legit. Five and zero is, uh, you know, uh, that's that's legit territory. So let's assume maybe the governor knows what he's doing. And and I know a lot of folks get uh, if you if you watch Facebook, you have a little more right leaning extreme view of the world. If you watch Twitter, you have a very left wing extreme view of the world. Trust me, even though Elon Musk owns it, you still do. Um, but Governor Parson talks to actual people throughout this state. Um, and if I had to guess. He know, I mean, not if I had to guess, scoreboard, 5-0 shows he knows what he's doing with these picks. Um, I think Vivek Malik is uh, going to do – will be a very good state treasurer. And I would think, um, uh, you know, there's a couple things a person with a strategic mind could do if they can raise money. And if Vivek Malik is able to win re-election, you could see a very intelligent plan come together to make him a force in Missouri politics. Um with that said, let's move on to another guy that, that, is, a, that is a force in Missouri politics. Um, two guys I want to talk about to wrap up here, Scott Fitzpatrick and David Gregory. Um, Scott Fitzpatrick, elected very young, very young, come to the office in the House, uh, one of the savviest, most intelligent men to serve in the House, regardless of what you think of him, is John Deal, as Speaker, made him Vice Chair of Budget at a very young age. Uh, he served as that as he was a very effective, influential uh, vice chair and chair. Um, and when you're budget chair, sometimes it's easy to take life for granted a little bit. You know what I mean? Everybody comes to you the greatest. You're holding the purse strings. You hold their their very salary in your hands. Um, <clears throat> and I watched Fitzpatrick go from a younger guy. A real, I don't. I mean, I was condescending, roughly my age. He's younger than me, but not not a great deal. Um, but it's been interesting to watch an intelligent person. It reminded me of Doug Leiblum. He come to the Senate as a business guy, never served in office. And business guys give orders and they make things happen. Cindy Olaflum was a little bit like this too. She's used to saying, okay, this is the deal. Or she talks to one person, they, they shake hands, business deal done, you move on. Well, Senate politics isn't like that. You have the disingenuous argument that's sometimes hard for people to, to stomach. But what she what I've what I found uh, was they Doug Leiblum, Cindy Olaflum clearly. They adapted. They're business people. They took it in and adapted. Scott Fitzpatrick, I don't know. I think when you say someone matured in office as a politician, it can almost sound condescending from someone who's not that much older than you. But I think by every metric, you watch Scott Fitzpatrick mature from 
potential and all this. I mean, he's got a great look. He can speak well. He he gets it. You know, he's got he runs a cool engine. Uh, but but you saw him go from a guy with a lot of potential to a very mature politician. And and part of that maturity was how you you deal with enemies, how you handle problems, how the hotheads take if you're if you're against them once, you're their enemy for life, right? The Eric Greitens syndrome. If you didn't if you don't agree with me every day all day and just kiss my ass 24-7, well, you're my blood enemy. Well, those accumulate. And skilled politicians, and Eric Schmidt, minimizes those. And I watched Scott Fitzpatrick on a campaign of minimizing those and uh, and taking people that had a disagreement. And you almost leave feeling bad you disagreed with him because he handled it so professionally and so well. Well, there's a fundraiser on Thursday, January 19th, actually my birthday, at Meadowbrook. And it's for um, it's for David Gregory, who's running for Andrew Koenig's Senate seat. And Scott Fitzpatrick is the headline person. Now, you want to talk about political talent. You want to know what... It's like we talked about, I've talked about leadership. You, leadership is this big speech in front of the flag and you castigate your enemies. Yeah, yeah, well, that's not real leadership. Leadership was Mike Barson going to people who probably didn't want to sit down with and ask them for favors, right? Well, smart politics is not really running an ad. Smart politics is going to the guy you ran against, Frogger, um, going and hosting his first fundraiser for state senate. That's, that's the guy that could be governor of the state of Missouri one day. That's the that's what actual leadership, that's what talent. So the guys that gave Scott Fitzpatrick large checks towards the end of the auditor race, right? He repays them with that kind of political judgment and makes a person who maybe wrote him a six-figure check go, ah, see, I knew. I knew I, I knew I spotted talent. Um, and for David Gregory, how intelligent, right? The truth is, I mean, is Scott Fitzpatrick a rung up the slide to governor? Yes. But David Gregory in two years will be more influential than Scott Fitzpatrick will be if he wins the Senate race. Um, and having someone go, when when remember all the credit that, that Jay Nixon got for putting David Stillman on the board of curators? Now, in hindsight, David Stillman was one of the greatest curators the state ever had. But at the time, they ran each other for attorney general in 92. But when the, when Nixon knew Mizzou needed needed fixing, needed had problems, he reached out to a guy he'd ran against. And that guy... Um, that guy was did him so proud as the greatest curator the state probably ever had, uh, and and it's such an interesting thing to watch Fitzpatrick and Gregory, because uh, I'm sure that'll be reciprocated. I'm looking at this fundraiser list, right? It's at Meadowbrook. We we know who else fundraisers there, um, but it's it's Scott Fitzpatrick, the new speaker, Dean Plocker. Uh, then this is interesting: Ben Brown, Bruce DeGroote, Jim Murphy, uh, Justin Sparks. I think that's the legislators in that area. The new count, county councilman Hancock, Bob Nations of Chesterfield, Mike Bonerman, Bonerman, we got a little laryngitis, sorry. Then uh, Barge, Tillian Robbins. I mean, it's a, uh, it is a legitimate, big deal, big big deal. Uh, he is a, that is a that is a it is 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 sometimes in politics most people do a favor for someone. Um, what Scott Fitzpatrick is doing is some of the smartest politics that you'll see. Now, yes, it's not a Facebook meme or an ad that gets a lot of likes. It's um, it's the old school stuff that actually works. Uh, and David Gregory, credit to his political abilities. I told you when we were talking about Senate races last week, um, Gregory's a unique guy because he'll have a lot of the institutional support. Part of that's just he's a damn talent. I mean, just look at the guy. Um, and then he's got friends. And let's just be candid. So you have the Routon Caucus and the Agile Caucus. 
a lot of folks that fund the Igle, the Routen Caucus are going to help fund him, David Gregory. But also a lot of the guys that fund the Igle Caucus are tied with David Gregory. That's real political ability when you can bring people together. I know in today's world, it's all about how many, how can you divide people, the loudest and meanest and ugliest. But in reality, start counting votes, start counting fundraising, bringing people together has a lot of value. It takes a lot of talent and skill. And he's doing that there. And it's an impressive, impressive uh, event that he has. Um, speaking of impressive events, uh, Bailey's first fundraiser last week, $100,000. Respect. Uh, heard he was give, give a great speech. Um, my throat, as you could tell, has, has been going out on me. <clears throat> um, I'm sure to the delight of most people. Uh, so I'm going to wrap this up a little early. Got to thank my pal. Uh, fair play. Good joke. Uh, still not watching soccer but I will display this and we'll make fun of you when you come by. Lastly, coming in to see your family at the holidays here in central Missouri, Marriott, with a courtyard by Marriott in Jeff City, the top hotel, the newest hotel, the number one hotel. Look, if it comes down to 10 bucks, trust me, trust, I, I promise you, if you Expedia this, right, you're coming through town. Um, well, number one, if you're coming through town, there's two reasons here. You could the Marriott's nicer, but you could do that thing with your phone where you do the check-in with your phone at the Marriott. Ten on ten. I've never understood why it takes so long to check. It's one of my pet peeves. I hate how long it takes to check in a hotel. Marriott, order online, pay for it, put the phone up to the opens it up. Beautiful. Um, I'll just I'll tell you this. Your old boy Fawn. Let's say you compare prices, right? You're driving, you're driving to town, you all haven't got a hotel. Let me look around. If the Marriott is more than twenty dollars, if it's if it's twenty dollars or less. Um, listen to me. If it's twenty dollars or less, if you don't have my cell phone, 573-429-5770. That's my cell phone. This thing will buzz when you text that. If you come to Jeff City and you come in and you book a room and that room is twenty dollars or less in price, do yourself a favor. I will cover the difference. If you go to the Marriott and it's it's let's say the difference is twenty bucks, pay for it, go to the Marriott, stay. If it's not great, I'll give you 20 bucks. 20 bucks on me right now. Hold on. If you go to the Marriott and you check prices, I have not checked the price anymore. When I put people up, I go to the Marriott because I like them. Now, if I don't like you, I'll send you to the Capitol Plaza so they can slap your face and treat you like crap while you're there. But if if I like you, as you know, if anybody that, that I brought to town, if I don't have room to put you up here, put you up in the Marriott because I'm classy like that. But I'm going to tell you, if you're coming to town, you need to book your room. And the rooms are within $20 difference, right, of wherever you're going to stay or the Marriott. Book the Marriott. Stay at the Marriott. The next day, if it's not if it's not excellent, if it's not top of the line, you text me 20 bucks to you. No questions asked. Done and done. I got you. I will cover your difference up to 20 bucks, but you're not going to ask for the 20 bucks because it's going to be great. You're going to end up buying me a beer. I've already got four Marriott beers, Kelton. So far, I've got four people bought me four Bud Lights because I recommended the Marriott, and it worked out great for them. So uh, for what it's worth, from our uh, everybody here at the Missouri Times, for everybody at KMOS, from ABC 30, uh, for the radio stuff we do, from the, the Show Me Missouri, uh, from everything that, and all of our advertisers, sponsors, thank you so much for watching. I appreciated it. Uh, it. It means so much to me, my family. Um, we love, we have a passion for covering politics and we owe people like you watching, uh, we owe that opportunity to you. So thank you. I'm going to toast you as we go up there. Merry Christmas and we'll see you next week.